Hello, nerds! Welcome to the Super Hour Hour. This is the only podcast on the internet where we watch every live-action television show that is based on a comic book or a comic book property. We also watch every Lucha Libre match that comes on your television. I am your host for the evening, Taylor. With me, as always, is Mike. Hey. Hey. All right. Also with me is Greg. Were we... I feel terrible. Were we all supposed to be watching Lucha Libre? I've been watching Lucha Libre every single fucking day of my life. <laughs> I've just been watching Nacho Libre on repeat. Just treat Close Lucha Libre up. like we do Outcast. Oh, I watched it. it yeah. Was um, <laughs> also, well, this is Ryan. Ray Mysterio Jr. did a pile driver. You don't know oh, if he shit. did or not. Are you guys nervous after that whole intro? That I'm at, jazzed. The, at the pop filter summer picnic? where we play the games and we have the Hello Nerds competition where we see who can do Hello the longest. Uh-huh. Taylor is always last place, but now he might take this over. Yeah. Like he's been permanent host for long enough. Mm-hmm. I think I, he might have the lungs. He's got the pipes. Isn't he shown his hand? Because we are in uh, October, mm-hmm. and the summer picnic, as we all know, is mid-July, right. the hottest day of the year. <laughs> and so I think we all know now what he's doing, and we can also prepare. Yeah, well, no, I really know me and you and Greg enough that we're all going to go practice our hellos just in time hello. for the summer picnic. And, and I don't want to tip my hand. Yes, you do. I really want to tip my hand a lot. <laughs> I've been doing about 10% the length that I can do. Oh, I've been sandbagger. Oh, yeah. I've been practicing yeah. in my shower every single day, and it gets longer and longer to the point that 80% of my days are now showers just to facilitate <laughs> how long I can say hello, nerds. By the way, for Patreon listeners, for Patreon people who pay for Superhero, you can. our bonus episode is us spending, what, two, three hours trying to get the four-way harmony of hello? Hello. I think hello. it's a great listen. Spoiler alert, we don't get it. <laughs> That's why that but ends it's, so long. It's still a tense two hours, like even with that well, spoiler yeah, alert. Because it's a lot of like bad harmonies and just like screaming, cruel, personal attacks <laughs> that are a decade in the making. And we should not, the four of us, have crammed into the shower to record it together. Yeah. Best acoustics. That didn't make anything it's better. True. Everything sounds better in the shower, though. Yeah. That's true. Especially farts. Ooh, listen. The way they echo and bounce. Yeah. That was the first time that I really appreciated the sound of my own fart. Was I was in the shower one day and it just is happened. this really like you're nine years old or something? No, it was uh what what's today? <laughs> it, it was like two weeks ago. Today's your ninth birthday. How yeah. did you forget that? Well, I'm a big boy. <laughs> Happy birthday, big guy! I'm this many. <laughs> uh, guys, I was thinking this week. So, with each of these shows that we watch, there's probably like. For each individual show, there's a group that is more well-versed and qualified to talk about that show than us, probably. Like, yeah. they're more yeah. into the show than we are. I would say there's at least one group of people, yeah. Like, well, the Pate's America guys love the gifted. Yeah. But when you take the sum total of all comic book television shows, I'm pretty sure, like, we are the elite group. <laughs> yeah, that. Are you pitching the show? Yeah. What's up, us? We already accept. Let's do we it. We already love the show. Well, no, I'm, I'm go saying, tell this to other people. I'm saying like like pound for pound, we could go up against anyone, any other group of like like pot and like we could So if they're specifically superhero TV comic book trivia, we're winning. You think we could go up a show th- about think, the gifted? I think we're I think we're winning and I think because of our chemistry, here's what I'm pitching. I think that if we went up against a super group of like a specific the gifted like dedicated fan group and like a specific dedicated like outcast fan group 
I think we still come out ahead if we're doing like round robin. The total. Just yeah. so everybody knows, total. this is what our breaks sound like when we're not recording. Yeah, this, this is, is how we sound. I can't believe we're actually letting people hear this is us jizz on each other. Leg. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I think that we could beat up other. Yes, we have dedicated our lives to that, this. Nobody understands I think, why. I think we can. I think we can physically dominate another podcast. What happened this week to make you yeah. finally think? We thought that that's what this show is. Why did I it thought take you were so about long? to get political, or at least steady? Like guys, we're the best. I'm really enthusiastic about us. The number one rule is we don't feel good about ourselves around these parts. Today. I actually feel worse. I know that he's lying. I know that he's fucking with me. And now my self-esteem has dropped. But do you, I, I could see the point that about all of these shows, there's nobody else who wastes their time watching Mm-mm. each one of these shows. Here's, here's what made me think of it. Is I was talking to someone else. We got a new, I got a new coworker who also watches a lot of these shows. Uh-huh. And we were doing that thing when you meet a new nerd person where you're like, what Listen do you think about like, like, stuff? Yeah, like, what do you think about this thing? And I hit a moment where I was just like naming shows that this person who is very into comic books and other things had never heard of. And I was like, oh, wait, no, yeah, no. We're just like, this is because of the thing that we've done. We are more like nerdy than even like hardcore nerds. Oh, Man, yeah. I watch people play D and D on the internet. That's as dorky as you yeah, can possibly get. D and D is not socially acceptable yet. Well, I think D and D is. It's I don't think rise. it's acceptable to watch other I people could be, play for hours a week. I could be that, Greg. I will go to websites where I watch people have sex. <laughs> I'll Nerd. just watch a video of that. I, can I beat you guys one up just a little bit? I this week started going onto websites just to watch people talk about writing software. <laughs> that is fucking nerdy. You're I'm, so messed up. Uh, I drink beers in high five ladies. So I like I'm beers. <laughs> I like beers. I, I love beers. drinking beers. I get to be on the Supreme Court now. Well, you know who else likes beers? Winona Earp. And we're going to be talking about her season three finale. But first, the super serious shishy bullpen. Now we're here in the super serious shishy bullpen. This is the part of the show where we do little fun mix em ups and match ems and go get ems. This week. We're doing a fan favorite little fan favorite. It's called a trivia. Now, trivia. is this a mix em up, a match em up, or a go get em? This is all three, my friend. Oh shit! This uh, is on the all ultimate. three. And did Fran favorite write in and request this? <laughs> yes, uh, Fran Drescher wrote in and said, "You know what? I really love trivia. Please do it over my favorite show, Winona Earp." A Can go I- get em sounds scary. <laughs> oh no, it's not scary at all, Greg. <laughs> because here's what it is: it's. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do is I have a, a computer-generated list of the uh, most interesting trivia questions about the television show Winona Earp. Oh, so you're telling us literally what trivia is. You're defining trivia for us. Yes. Okay, so and we'd is, be really good at this it. This is interesting little bits uh, of stuff that like are related to the show. And I'm going to give you questions, and then you are going to try to buzz in, the first person to buzz in, by saying their name. Uh, will then get to a chance to answer the question, and if you're correct, we move on. And if you're not, other people. Are you going to keep score? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. Is it first person to buzz in, or first person to buzz in after you're done reading the question? After I am done reading, because interrupting the is rude. I hate yeah. those cheating Please rules. Do not interrupt. All right, gentlemen, is everyone clear on the rules? Mike. I'm gonna not look at the. Uh, That's 
Mike. Yes, I'm clear on the rules. That's one point. The Mike. question was, is everybody there? And I'm not rules. clear on the rules, so you're wrong. Oh. Ooh. Me and Greg get a point. Yeah. Uh, Greg and Ryan did not buzz in, so they do not get points. I Mike was just talking still. to my friend Greg. Mike. I said I don't understand the fucking rules of the game, Taylor. I just admitted that but I Just because you don't understand the law doesn't mean you can't break it. Have we even started yet? Um, we have, and Mike is in a, a commanding lead. lead. <laughs> a commanding lead. All right. Is everyone ready on the rules? Okay. Yes. yes. Ryan, Mike. yes. Mike. Yes. And now everybody's ready. Cool. All right. First question. What language are the spells in the show written in? Ryan. Ryan. Latin. Incorrect. Greg. Greg. German. Incorrect. Spooky language. Mike. Fact. Mike. For English. No. The correct answer is Hungarian and Romanian, but they are not grammatically correct. So no one gets a point for that question. Next question. What spells? I don't remember spells. In what other comic book property does Dominique Provost Chocley appear? Greg. Greg. X-Men. False. Mike. Who Mike. is that? That is Waverly. Ryan. Seems Ryan. unfair that you gave him that extra information. <laughs> well, he asked. I never said you couldn't ask for more information. We don't know. Mike. Mike. Walking Dead. No. Ryan the Flash. No. All of you are wrong. The correct answer is Avengers Age of Ultron. She, she played pl- Ultron. <laughs> yes, she plays <laughs> Ultron. She plays uh, Zrinka. A uh, townswoman in that city that they totally fuck up at the end of. She looks Avengers. like a Zrinka. Age of Ultron. So she's basically Romanian. All right. Mm-hmm. So she gets like a city dropped on her. Yeah. Oh, okay. Her brother like almost dies and then Quicksilver saves her. Yeah. And it's Greg. All, it's Sokovia. <laughs> oh, Greg. Uh, one point. Yeah. Uh, your next question. This season introduced angels to the show. Who is the best angel? Ryan. Greg. Mike Trout. Ooh, that is, you know what? I'll give you a point for that, but I will accept other answers. Mike. You. That is the correct answer. <laughs> you were so earnest when you said that. <laughs> that, is, that is so the correct answer. Thank you, Mike. So I don't even, should I even go? Ryan, for a chance to steal. David Boreans, star of Bones, the best show of all time. Wow, okay, you saved it at the end. There, you didn't Ryan say his name right. <laughs> Ryan gets Sorry, a point. David Boreans. Right. Right. You know what? For, for saying good things about Bones, Ryan gets two points. Because <laughs> now that's on record, and I can use that to blackmail him later. Oh, that's going to be a drop on the show. Ooh, your next question. Doc appears to walk to his death at the end of this season, but eh, what's up, Doc? Ryan. Ryan. He is, because he went up the stairs. Right, that's a good that's Greg. A good point for Ryan. Uh, Greg? Albuquerque. That is also a point. Mike. Mike? I was going to say he took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Well, yeah, now you're just piggybacking on Greg. Yeah, you know what? I'm taking away a point. That's what my answer <laughs> oh, what? was. Oh, what is this horseshit My rules? answer was in reference to that, that, that entire thing. All right. What were the names of all Wyatt Earp's real-life children? Ryan. Ryan. George Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Come on. That's got to be right. <laughs> that just feels right, Mike. doesn't it? Mike. Wyatt. <laughs> Incorrect. Greg. Greg. Waverly, Winona, and Wellington. Incorrect. Wyatt Earp had no actual children. What are Wait. the names of all my children? Ryan. Ryan. Susan Lucci. That is correct. All your kids are named Susan Lucci? <laughs> Greg. Greg. George Foreman. Thank you. you know what? I'll give a point for that one. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Temperance Brennan. 
<laughs> oh, now you're just pandering. You know what? I'm taking away another point. Damn it! Why don't you just buzz in and say what Ryan and Greg said? You just do that every time. No, I said a different thing. Uh, I also would have uh, taken Sarah Michelle Gellar. Okay. Uh, or uh, Kelly Ripa, I think, was on that show, right? Someone, someone close to that. Ah, uh, this show has a very good theme song. What's my favorite theme song? Ryan. Ryan. Uh, your version of Young Sheldon's theme song. That is correct. Wow. I'm not, I'm not going to give another answer because that is so right. Yeah. And you know what, Greg? Just for acknowledging that, you get another point. <laughs> Mike, is there something you I thought I had a commanding lead, and this is bullshit. Did you want to weigh in on that, Mike? No. Mike, right. it's cheers. <laughs> Ooh, that is a good answer. That's a point. Cheers yeah. Good. I thought he was going to take another point. He, <laughs> well, he's taken and put them. The, the points are meaningless. That's oh, not true. That's bullshit, that's dude. That's not true. All right, gentlemen, your next question. We're familiar with why, Nona, but how, Nona? Greg. Greg. Not well, dude. Not good. <laughs> this chick is, man, she's going through some stuff, and she's strong, and she wants to be strong for others, but I don't know. I think there's a lot of damage there. Good I answer. Think- Incorrect. Oh. Ryan. Ryan. I think that her sister, how, Nona, is the inventor of the limbo and the creator <laughs> of the phrase, how, Nona, can you go, Nona? <laughs> That's also very good answer. Is he using- You lose a point. God damn it. <laughs> Are you on good? Wikipedia over there? Yeah, sorry. I'm that's looking all this shit fair. up. Mike. Mike. She good. That's, yeah, that's good. <laughs> also, right. you lose two points. How Nona is the creator of the limbo. Why Nona's sort of in limbo or purgatory right now? Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, there's a lot of connections being made over here by this guy. Yeah, the, uh, the correct answer was actually uh, her father, Ward Earp, and her mother, um, Shel Gibson, <laughs> they, uh, they borked. All right. Borked. Gentlemen, your next question. What other series did Tim Rosen star in that had a title roughly similar to a Spike TV miniseries with John Leguizamo and Donnie Wahlberg that heavily featured discussion of meringue and which I think about more than just about anyone on the planet? Ryan? Mike. Ryan. Shits Creek? Incorrect. Mike. Shits Creek? <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> I'm going to ha- I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Shits Creek. It's got to be Shits Creek, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, you all get Three points, but that is incorrect. Uh, the correct answer was Flashpoint, a show about the Toronto Police Force, which reminds me of The Kill Point, a Spike Television miniseries that featured Donnie Wahlberg and John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo was a bank robber in a bank robbery that had gone bad, and he was uh, oh, no. trapped inside the bank. And Donnie Wahlberg was the uh, hostage negotiator, and they had a whole bunch of hostages. But over the course of the series, John Leguizamo like, really establishes like a good rapport with the people because he's like, I'm not here to hurt you guys. I just want this money. And I'm actually a veteran, and like I've been abused by the system, and like this is all actually... Like I have a righteous reason for doing all this, and Donnie Wahlberg eventually started to see like his point of view. But like things go south, and there's an entire bit where like it's one guy's birthday, and he's like, "I'd like a birthday cake," but he's like, "But no meringue." And he's like, "What is meringue anyway?" Nobody likes meringue. Ryan. Ryan. The kill point. That is correct. You get an extra point. <laughs> Mike is what Ryan just did to you. Was that the kill point? He killed your point. Actually, I think. The- yeah, that's. Wow, that's. I think the kill was the points we made along the way. Sure. And remember, it's not about the journeys, about the kills. The actually kill, the kill was the kid whose birthday it was because, like, uh, they tried to run in with a SWAT team and they, like, some bullets went wide and they hit that guy. And then Jack was on, was like, his blood's on your hands. All they wanted was a birthday cake with no meringue. Wait, cake should never have meringue. Well, exactly. That's what I said. I was like, who's putting fucking meringue on cake? Didn't you say it was Canada, though? 
No, this was a Spike TV. Uh, Canada was uh, Flashpoint, Flashpoint, which is what Tim Rozon was in. Idiot. All right, gentlemen. That's it for trivia. (laughs) You've all done great. And tallying up the scores here, it is... I want this so bad, and I don't know know why. (laughs) It is a three-way tie. God damn it. I'm stunned. All right, well, that is Another been... wonderful three-way. <laughs> that puts all three of us in the Pop Filter Hall of Fame. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I am the only one not in the Pop Filter Hall of Fame, and I now have to serve all of you. So <laughs> that is it for the bullpen. Now we're going to move on and talk about the season three finale of Why Not? What on earth is the best thing you see where the rest of the cast and the crew? The devil to take you back. Way back. special two-part season finale of Winona Earp, Bolshar breaks the curse on Earp and the Revenants so he can become human to ascend the stairs into the Garden of Eden. This causes Winona and the Revenants to team up and take down the bastard that tortured them for hundreds of years. Meanwhile, turns out Charlie is really Julian, a.k.a. the angel that fathered Waverly, which means Winona and her mom are Eskimo brothers. <laughs> Ew. Bobo ends up Bolshar's lieutenant, and Winona and Waverly have to take on Bolshar alone leading to some table clearing and table setting for next season. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Did the finale use its two episodes wisely, or were there still plot points and character moments that could have been better served with more room to breathe or forgotten altogether? You said Eskimo Brothers, you, and then I was going to say Eskimo, <laughs> but you were in the middle of your intro, and I didn't interrupt. I think that's pretty... That's gross. Yeah. Give Ryan a point. Really, yeah, if you I can just what? get one more point. Ryan, one growth point. point. I... I feel like the episodes were not meant to be played back to back. And so it's weird. That is they true. Made That's that, a fact. Yeah. It's weird. They made that decision. And I'll tell you one way in which it really showed is at the end of the first episode, uh, Winona Earp gives like a rousing speech. Uh-huh. And then the beginning of the next episode, Winona Earp in a different location, but to that same group of people gives a rousing speech. Right. And so it's really awkward because it's like those two scenes basically are back to back. And it's just it's the same scene. Maybe. On their ride there, she just kept talking. Like, it's an hour-long speech, and <laughs> yeah. we just saw the first and last two minutes of it. Like, yeah, there's so many, be great. like, toasts and, like, speeches that we prepare for for one time only. Uh-huh. That sucks, you know? Like, if we work on them that hard, let's give them a couple times to a couple <laughs> groups of people. Winona has been told she needed to give a speech, like, uh, at least a hundred times in her <laughs> life, and every single time that person has bailed out at the last thing and was like, hey, you don't actually need to give the speech. She had every single mm-hmm. speech she's ever needed to give in her <laughs> life. Saved up. I can't quit you. Dolls, you're my only love. Yeah. There's a lot of weird shit. I do think every speech should start with, I've so thoroughly enjoyed hunting and killing all of you. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I love that. And the revenants were like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Also, <laughs> yeah. So the, but along the lines of that and it being like disjointed was the revenants were a big part of that first episode and sort of in this, and then they just disappear. Well, Bullshar handles them. Yeah. Oh, Wickley. But well, because yeah, because he erased the thing, so they're gone. are they dead? Yeah, Is that what happened? Because yeah, the he, curse, like, because they're like kind of like like trapped spirits. Yeah, right? like that's what kept them in purgatory. Gotcha. I guess I missed. I thought they would still have to die. I didn't realize they got eliminated. I really like the hair doing new revenant. I wanted more of him. He was <laughs> sassy. Yeah. He was the best character. Of these he two had episodes. a good first episode, but I thought he had a pretty weak second episode. Here's my defense of the whole revenant thing is that we got pushed so hard in these two episodes mostly the second one 
that Winona loves and needs family. Like mm-hmm. it was basically a Fast and the Furious movie, <laughs> the amount that they mentioned it. And it all like I got it all, but what the rep the whole Revenant section showed it with less like on its sleeve was that she's so desperate and in need of family and a group and a posse and partners that she will do this Revenant thing. Mm-hmm. It's also classic season three stuff. Like you always go back to get this is Arrow, I yeah. think. You'll go get your old bad guys to help you fight the new big bad right. guy. But yeah, I think that it was just setting us up for like this is how desperately she needs to feel like a part of something. It'll be with the Revenants. I think almost to a fault. Because she's lost Doc and Dolls and Nedley. Like, a lot of the old team is gone. Yeah. And also, it was... There was an episode just a couple ago, the Groundhog Day one, where it's like she only tries to solve problems one way, and it's go in there and slug away. But now that she doesn't have Peacemaker, she has to build consensus, and she needs a coalition yes, to help exactly. her do this, because she can't do it on her own. And I got that, but I felt like it still ended up being a lot of wasted time across the two episodes because they wanted to make that point kind of in both episodes. They wanted to make the point, but I do think it's important because it's very easy to fall for Melanie, the actress, or Winona, the character, Mm -hmm. and all the ways that she's a fuck-up are adorable. But this is a real one where you can either... She either wants a group of yes-men or... She will find her group, her normal group will say no, and then she will drug them. Like, those are her only options. But I do agree with her. One, her message, it was smart being like, I didn't torture you. I was born into this mess too. This is the guy that did it. Like, her messaging isn't wrong. There's good people on both sides. (laughs) No, Winona's good, and she convinced these lesser bads to attack the bigger bad. But as one of them points out, they could have just killed her at any time, and that also would have broken the curse. But she was in that. Dope outfit. Yeah. You don't want to attack Her that. hair looked really nice. Yeah. And yeah. she said, is this the first Winona F-bomb? So oh, that's yeah. cool. We they get made, two in one app. They made yeah. a point to that. That like, we can I do this. fucking cause... loved hunting you guys. <laughs> I think that Which the they net- cheered? Yeah. Yeah. The network will let you do it like a little bit. So they're like, oh yeah, we saved up our fucks for this episode. <laughs> and then Nedley has one. He has the yeah. last line. And that was the best thing that Nedley said in both episodes, oh. right? Was about... Yeah, Taylor. Like the, that was the best one where he said, "Like I'm fucking into it" or whatever. Oh yeah, no. Nedley in both of these episodes was a high point. It was like him and the hair doing Revenant. Like, like where has this Nedley been the rest yeah, of the show? Retired Nedley is action daddy for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Action daddy. One point, my note is like, my team's gone. What am I gonna do? And Nedley just pops up from behind the bar. Yeah. And he's like, Nedley's here. That is not who I expected. And I guess it's because he's been gone for episodes. And then just hiding in that bar, waiting for the say, perfect moment. Get down, boys, to <laughs> save Jeremy and Robin. Oh, when oh guys, when Nedley walked in, and said, "You're gonna want to get down, boys." That's <laughs> like, it's it's perfect. And I I feel like I'm more excited for next season. Let's talk about that. They cleared the table for this entire, like, up to this point, the point of the show has been Wynonna needed to kill these revenants. Uh Uh-huh. Revenants are gone. Like, the curse is broken. There is no curse. Like... Well, you got to go get Waverly, and you got to get Doc Holliday. Right. Uh Right. You have to go into whatever twisted... We gotta go save them from the Garden of Eden. Well, that's the thing, because there's obviously something wrong with the Garden of Eden, right? Because it pulls Waverly in, and it really fucked up her CGI. Because uh-huh. that looked really bad. I'm guessing that's something about the vines made yeah. her, made that look wonky as shit. But <laughs> something is up with the garden, right? It doesn't work right. You know, or all place. of the season's budget went into making that look wonky as that shit. That was awful. This is, is this the second season finale that Waverly got dragged away by something? Because the first season finale that happened to her, when Willis showed up, 
and Waverly was evil for a while after that. And let's not rescue them too fast in season four, because if they're there and what I know about there, they're both just wearing leaves. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that for a little let's while. Just hang out <laughs> in whatever Quantum Rel Eden is. I think it's building up to a very preacher-like thing of the Garden of Eden was never good. Yeah. And fuck God. And I think all of the shows we watch are just turning into, fuck God, we're bringing the war to you. When so, Barry Allen rips off his mask and says that in yeah. the last episode of Flash, that was crazy. It is weird when like uh, preachers will be like, popular culture hates God. Mm-hmm. Because part of it's like, well, yeah, I can see that because of all the war- little like literal wars on God yeah. in the shows that we watch. But he hates us more. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's mostly disappointed. Yeah. He's not angry anymore. Just disappointed. We didn't ask for floods and famine or first generation to be died. <laughs> to be died? To be died. Tie died. This yes. has been Bible Takes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Bible Takes. So well, how did you guys feel about the reveal that Charlie was the Julian Angel guy? First thing I thought was stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because we've been talking about Charlie for 10 episodes now, and it didn't feel right. Like, Winona, like a lot of shows, don't just throw a vanilla character yeah. in there right and so we, we just thought it's gonna be something but there were no hints but we had we had julian who we had a mysterious background uh-huh. and we had charlie who had no reason for being there right and so we just chalked it up to winona needs a normal boyfriend yeah. even jeremy is has some like secret powers yeah his dick senses things we should have put together yeah, that we'll mystery talk about that later okay so that well, Which I'm is now? No, let's no, let's talk I about. I'm so Char- used to not understanding some things that happen on this show, but I feel like no one is paying attention to these weird things that are going on with Jeremy. Yeah. his dick hurt, and he went docks in trouble. Okay, and let's talk about that now. Then. About so, Derek, Jeremy's dick can sense docks. Yes. If Doc is in trouble, his dick will like dick find him hurt. I think tingle. a lot of gay guys' dicks can sense Doc, though. Like <laughs> that's got to be the case for most of them. It's like he's always had like a sort of sense, and he's been a little weird. But that was like a very clear pan down to his yeah. crotch where he grabbed it and went, "Doc's in trouble." And he went, "Ew, medieval berries." <laughs> so you could tell. And Robin was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. So but, I think there's. We talked about when they revealed the Garden of Eden thing that like. This feels like it's just thrown in. But I actually think because of the way that they ended last season, I think they did intend for all this stuff. And they've been planting the seeds because we saw in this episode, the sword turned blue, just like last season, Peacemaker turned blue. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we've never seen that happen before. Like, what's going on? And th- so there's, I think the writers are setting stuff up. And so I think Jeremy's weird dick sense is going to be big. Right. I, I think for with both four. Charlie Julian and Jeremy and his dick, they, it's they're they're just kind of clumsy at it, and I love this show. It's one of my favorite shows we do. But it's like Juan Carlo was a mysterious presence through the first set season and second season, and this season we just see him flashbacks. But Julian, I guess you could argue that they wanted to keep him hidden because he they hadn't cast him yet or knew it would be a big deal. I think they hadn't thought of that character. But he was like me and Juan Carlo, we were best pals. It's like. Okay, that guy was built in the fabric of this town, and you were yeah. not at yeah. all. See, we need a different way of talking about, I think, it, it's Winona and Riverdale and Legends. Because when they are good, they're great. And uh-huh. when they're bad, they're great. Like, they're purposefully bad. But then they're also capable of being bullshit. Yeah. Just regular and this bad. Is, yeah, yeah, and this, I think, might have been just a little bit of bullshit. It's a little bit of bullshit. We will talk about more of the bullshit after we take Now we're here in the second portion of our two-part Winona Earp. A little hotter in here. Little, it's balmy. It well, speaking of hotter, 
Let's talk about uh, Nicole Hot. Is her middle name really? Did Waverly say that? Nicole, Nicole really, really hot. Nicole Will you really marry hot? me? I want. I Is want that, that her adorable real. nickname? Yeah. So you say like really? Because maybe really? she says that when she sees something that she doesn't like. Like she walks in, there's a bunch of dishes in the sink, and she's like, "Really, really dishes." So how do we think Nicole is going to react to at the end of this episode? Waverly gets pulled into the Garden of Eden, and she's like gone. Yeah. She'll be fine with it. I think she's, dude. She's gonna be so bummed because at this point we've like the the set crew is like out of town like they left town at the end of this episode so they're no longer here right now as of the end of this episode it is winona and nedley mm-hmm. so like do you like I, I haven't seen any news are they coming back like did they just decide to write these people off the show no i think you can't just give us dick sense and engagement and wipe the board this is what we all said about dolls though but he died Dolls seemed like they didn't know it was coming, and suddenly they had to do it. I wonder if something happened there. He just and like stretched and yawned. He was like, "No more. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I quit." Because they, I was surprised that there was even a picture of him in this episode. Because uh, like two episodes after what happened to him, they were they kind of just started acting like he had never been around. Mm-hmm. That's TV rules. You either spend one scene per episode for the rest of the season, or one entire episode, right. and yeah. then never mention him again. So I thought they were going to mark Brandanowitz him and like just like have it be like no we never reference him again but they they did. But I don't know if they ever had a plan for what like is he going to come back? Is he going to be where they were like Oh, that would be interesting. I don't taken? think so cuz I think that actor just wanted out. So I don't think he's coming back. I think this is Avengers 4itis, a very common <laughs> term that half of the crew will be gone but not like hot will help Ned Lee and my know. Yeah, and Jeremy and Robin. I think those are I what I'm hoping for and it's probably because these shows never do what i want them to do uh i want like six episodes of just nedley and winona traveling around the country solving leads, trying to solve crime maybe in a hot air balloon like that bobcat goldthwaite movie yes remember that one uh is that uh yes i don't so the the dude they they go to kill the person we we mike and i totally remember the the title we're just not gonna say it yeah yeah no the guy who killed the person but yeah, so just like traveling around the country, getting into hijinks, looking up leads for how to get into the Garden of Eden, because the Garden of Eden moves now. But here's what's uh, important, though, with that idea is that Hot and Jeremy are no longer like, well, we introduced them. Now I guess we have to have them on the show. This is something that happens to girls way more than boys. It's like jamming them in because they're not interesting. Mm. Hot is not that. Yeah. Jeremy is no longer that. And now Jeremy, because he wasn't manly enough, they gave him a sidekick named Robin. Cool. <laughs> and... I think that they will be on the team and it'll be the whole thing will focus on like, what is it like on the team when Doc and Waverly are not around? Are there new things to the explore? Glue, because even though Winona and Hot have gotten better throughout the season, it's one of the most realistic thing the shows does. They have makeup talks and still hate <laughs> each other yeah. because they see the world differently. And Winona is not, even though she's the name of the show, she is not the glue of this group. It is Doc and Waverly, and not in the cheesy way of like Waverly jealousy. They're not. They don't like miss. They don't not like each other because of Waverly. Mm-hmm. She's just like we base. both love her. That's totally cool. It's just on like a base level. Her worldview is yeah. different. Do you guys think that Mercedes will be a series regular and join the crew next? If season? she's not, I'm pissed. Yeah, I like. Did you think she had an okay couple episodes? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, okay. I thought she was mostly Miss, but that just might be... Welcome to the Purgatory Yacht Club, bitch. Okay, that, no, that was yeah. a good line. Win my we heart forever. We don't, we don't give moments of the week for our main show, but that's moment of the week, obviously. <laughs> you can't do that. 
But I just felt like I that was a good line, but I felt like most of her little bits were like with there was like a really in that during uh Winona's speech, she like steals the head revenant's mashed potatoes. Oh yeah. And so they like shoehorned that into the middle of the speech and I felt really awkward. Oh, I, I loved just felt it. like she was she was more missed than hit. Look, Mercedes gonna Mercedes. Yeah, that, that's a fact. And I would say that she was better in Last episode, yeah, the third to last or the fourth to last uh-huh. episode, but like because now there's just too much to do to focus on Mercedes. But I think that she's awesome, I think that she's a great foil for Winona. Yeah. And compared to how she started, which mm-hmm. was like a waste of time, now I think she's hilarious. Yeah, the real housewife of purgatory act, and that both of these women are have grown up their whole lives in the town, know the town very well, but the town treats them like dirt because they are not the narrow what the town is is crazy interesting my biggest fear though is that we went from no mercedes to a ton of mercedes so fast like mm-hmm. it was such a quick change i don't know if we're gonna get the mercedes benz i i was waiting for it you can tell the setup when it's like <laughs> oh, nobody knew I, I did that so good i can always hear the setup yeah. i can never quite I, like sometimes and I'm you like, start getting the... disappointed ahead of time yeah it's like what, you guys like, are all my mother it's like what am i gonna groan at uh so We've talked about Mercedes. Let's talk more about the uh, sidekick uh, hair setting revenant. That he just needs appeared. more time. He, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, he no. needs more time. He like he joins the crew, and we see him confront Winona. And the moment that I knew he was a star was he said, <laughs> "Shoot us." <laughs> <laughs> If you're so great. He's like, shoot us. And he does. He makes her hair look very nice. He does. And when that guy brings the uh, dress, he's like, it's weird that you keep trying to put women in yeah, your dead wife's dress. But let's be honest, though. Like, I've never done hair before, but it seems to me that Melanie Scrafano, Scrafano is a hairdresser's dream. Like, oh, yeah. She's yeah. just, it's perfect. Yeah, but she wakes up messy. It looks great. Yeah. It just... I want to bring something up because usually on these shows, when they bring up something that we've talked about, I'm like, Winky, love it. Reference the thing in the thing. Love it. I don't know why, but when she says herself that she has great hair, I'm like, no, you don't get to do that. Oh, no. She can say anything she wants when I'm around. I get to tell you you have great hair. I've got one of those, though. That's my one thing. Girl with a big ass ass? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I've got a stinky and definitely not Winky. I hate when this happens is when like Kevin is not in this episode, but they bring her up yeah. and then somebody says, we need to talk about Kevin. Like that yeah. is the name of a movie yeah. that does count. But like, uh, they it's, did they name that character that just so they could reference a movie is, title? But, and it's the reference makes no sense to what's going on. Right. It is just, it's a thing. I yeah. Th- that's I, not a joke. I think that they named the character Kevin and then they were like, Hey, what if we did this? And they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? And you know what? I liked it. You know yeah, what the problem is? Ass. They didn't reference up where Kevin is a girl. The bird turns out to be a girl named Kevin. Uh, or how w- do you not reference that? Were See? they thinking that Tom Tim Rosen? Tom Tim Rosen. Is that his name? Uh-huh. What's Doc's real name? Tom yeah. Tim Rosen. He is on a show other John than Henry. Flashpoint called Shit's Creek. Uh-huh. Catherine O'Hara is on Shit's Creek. Maybe Doc has the connection to get her on to be Kevin's boss. So every time Kevin fucks up, she can scream, <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> I like that. That I one like paid that. off. I, like that. I see the reason I <laughs> the reason I liked that bit was it sort of made sense within the show. Like they a little bit shoehorned it in, but they also didn't do the direct. They said we got to talk about Kevin. Yeah. It, it's not we need to talk about Kevin. We got to. Oh, talk so about they Kevin. slightly changed the title. They slightly two, changed the title. Two things we should actually fucking talk about. 
Unless you guys really want to dig into this, Kevin. No. First, Lost in New York. Better than the first one? I think so. Yes. The bird lady? She's way weird. Oh, yeah. Why does he just hang out with weird people? Uh, Bobo, I think his arc was wild. Him in the cage talked to Robin, loved it, and then they threw him away so he could wear a beret. And <laughs> As they say. <laughs> it... it he looked he, like he worked for the uh, Kilmore Graves company. Yeah, it, it was that Bolshar's deal. Like, look, you can't have your mangy fur coat if you're yeah. going to be my lieutenant. It's like they were like you, less Tyler Durden, more like a real life Tyler Durden. <laughs> like, if he was really leading a project called Project like Mayhem, he's I, dressed like Jean Claude Van Damme from the Street Fighter. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the show has been working hard for like a season and a half to make us feel real bad about Bobo. Uh-huh. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it's a little forced. Mm-hmm. And in these two episodes, there's just so much going on that like I don't have Bobo time, baby. Right. And because they didn't slow Bobo him. They, no slow Bobo. It was jammed in the last couple. And I think la- the, the second, the first of these two episodes, it worked very well. And then this one, and then the final when he's just evil and he's like, oh, you're going to kill me. And then it he says what's going to happen, and then it happens exactly like that. Uh, it's not The problem is that we never truly got like a true north for Bobo, mm-hmm. and instead was, oh, you hate him? Let's make him sympathetic. Yeah. Oh, you're sympathetic? Let's make you hate him. And that's like, but you still have to have like, he has to have his clear yeah. thoughts and vision, not just whatever the writers want. And the second thing we have to is, wasn't it heavily hinted that Doc killed Charlie because he was possessed by the witch? Within yeah. that episode, that's we, what it seemed like. And now it seems like the reality is he's just gone he blood feral. Yeah. Yeah, what I don't... fucks? I, it, it seems like he switched partway through the episode and maybe I like missed it where he was like, yeah, I'm fine now. No, and remember, in that same episode, they're like, well... She the, the witch herself says that she can't jump into someone who's not mm-hmm. purely human. So she shouldn't have been able to jump into Doc by the... But, and there was literally no mention of it in two hours. Right. Yeah. I think we fucked that up. But it, yeah. We no, fucked they up. fucked it I up. think, yeah, they there were clear <laughs> witch eyes. We had clear witch eyes. You blacked out. I never blacked out. <laughs> um, speaking of Doc, though, real quick, um, do, are we ready now after the last episode of the season to just be back in Doc's... Have Doc back in our good graces? Like, is this a was this a quality redemption story for him? No, I think a good portion of the next season has to be Doc's actual redemption. He got out of his trap. He ran over, and we thought he was turning Winona into a vampire, but uh-huh. he was just sucking out a fuck ton of poison. A lot, he yeah. Spit out two gallons of poison, and then sacrificed himself to go save Waverly. Mm, I am a weapon. Isn't he back to normal? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yes. Like, it on a, a show different like this, show? Yes. Yeah, exactly. They, on a different show. They will like, just cool. let us know. Like, he, no, you like him again. And I'll be like, all right. Speaking all right, of right. a show mind. exactly like this, uh, he reminds me a lot of McNulty. Like, uh-huh. he always thinks he's doing the right thing. He's always doing the wrong thing. But he can back it up in the moment, just never 10 minutes later. Mm-hmm. I'm and sorry, Taylor. What did you want to say? <laughs> I wanted to say that Winona Earp will be back for season four. Thank God. And it has been picked summer. up. We're it good. has been picked Woo! up. Oh, nice. So it'll be back for season four next season, and I am excited to see what happens. But now we have to move away from now. Winona Earp to the pull list. Now we are here in the pull list. This is the part of the show where we talk about every other show that we watched this week. The calendar week starts from Friday, last time we recorded, to this day on Friday when it releases. And wait, what does trivia mean? Trivia is little bits of facts that are good. The first show <laughs> What's this week is The Gifted. 
This week on The Gifted, the cuckoos need to eliminate witnesses of their latest infiltration, and it's going to take a lot of walking in slow motion and using their cool blue eyes abilities to do it. But is a split forming in the cuckoos because Esme is soft from her time with the mutant underground? Andy's trying to train up his powers, but he misses his sister and parents too much to fully commit and almost gets his ass screamed to death by Riva before he admits that his mom is trying to contact him. Eclipse deals with missing Polaris and his newborn daughter. Donnie Thunderbird deals with his past. And Papa Strucker deals with his cool new powers. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. This show still isn't good, but has it at least learned how to be a show? You're not. You're only saying relative to the first season, right? Yeah, okay. I, because the first season, it felt so much like they had no idea. Like, how do you TV? Like, what do you <laughs> even do to make a show? Uh, and this, I'll tell you some examples. This episode clearly had, like, themes. And the theme was everyone's broken apart. Everyone is so broken apart as an individual by what happened in Atlanta. And all these teams of people are broken apart and then reforming in new ways. I swear, there was nothing like that last season Mm -hmm. where all the different individual plots would be explored kind of through the same lens. Um, And so just to see that, it's not good. Look, Some people go to film school and learn how to make a story, Uh a, a visual story. And some people get handed a multi-million dollar franchise based on the X-Men, and we get to watch them learn how to do it. <laughs> With something like The Gifted, though, like, when I watch something, like, the first season, I just think noted to death. Uh-huh. Like, they're so Too nervous many. about yeah. the franchise and, like, what's on the line that there's so many non-creatives trying to be creative or trying to not lose money mm-hmm. that they note it into, like, oblivion. This is not Tommy Wiseau directing the first season of The Gifted. Yeah. This is a bunch of talented people, or a bunch of capable people uh-huh. uh, just having their dreams crushed you know <laughs> now that you say that that does make sense because it's it's lack of like coherence and cohesion last season was really the problem and so i think maybe now they're able to do their own thing a little bit it did shape up towards the end of last season and i would say the last episode of last season was even not the last one but the second to last one was good like a good show of tv and now all you want as our resident gifted watcher is for fox to say canceled now no third yeah. season and then they can really make a good show. Yeah, and go wild. Because the, when they've had the moments to break out of the mold of what the show is, it, it's always kind of delivered. But it falls into rut. And I can just totally feel that in the next couple episodes, we're going to be right back in Rutsville. Are you excited that the Morlocks are coming? I can't say that I am. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. And I'm not super familiar with them in the, from the comics. So they're sewer people, sewer folk. Okay, yeah. to me, yeah, I did think it was going to be like Mole Man was going to come up. Is that is that part of it? No, they're all mute. Like they're by Callista, Calypso, yeah, Callista Flockhart. She has one eye, and she's uh, Storm beats her up. She was the one who was married to Deadpool for a while. Everyone's Probably. been married to Deadpool. Yeah, that's fair. He's the John Mayer of the Marvel Universe. That's why they have the Deadpool fucks the Marvel Universe, Deadpool <laughs> kills the Marvel Universe, and Deadpool marries the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah. One thing I wanted to ask you about real quick, Greg, is I call this poo holes theory because uh-huh. one time... Uh, Mike <laughs> He's a baseball player. <laughs> Mike heard the name Albert Pujols, and it blew his mind that somebody could have the last name of Pujols. It's his name. It's his God-given name. I've been with a lot of people who heard that name for the first time, and they all have the same reaction. I've grown up hearing that name. I never put that together until you said it. Really? Until you said it. I've never thought. I'm a big baseball fan, so I'm used to it. It does not strike me as weird. There are things in comics that if you have read comics your entire life, that's totally fine. How much did they use the word? cuckoos 
because I can imagine if you're just a Fox fan and not a comic book fan, that's fucking insane. <laughs> I have three to... of these characters. Oh, those are the cuckoos. I have to say, I don't think they've ever been called that mm-hmm. on this show. They're just understood to be that. And if you do what I do, I'm an old person, so my ears don't work, so I have to watch everything with closed captions. Uh, they are credited as the cuckoos uh, at different times. But that's pretty much like, mm. that's it. it. Everyone knows that they are. But on the show, I think they're, they, they call them the sisters. I think they may have said it once or twice, but generally they don't, you know? That's have, probably smart. We have to wrap up this segment bef- before I do. Blue Eyes White Drag Queen, is that a thing? <laughs> Greg, do you have a moment of the week? It is now. I definitely do have a moment of the week. Uh, the As the sisters are going around... Um, eliminating people because they witnessed something. They're obviously trying to make a guy walk into a propeller. Uh, so he's like walking himself over to the propeller with they're using their blue eyes on him. But he gets hit by a bus first or he gets hit <laughs> by like a truck first. And dude, that's that's the best moment I think of the show. Do so they far. react surprised? Yeah, they're all like, oh no. Because <laughs> they didn't get to do the thing they wanted to do. Uh, and it's sort of implied that maybe Esme, the good one, hit him with the truck because that's somehow better than walking him into the propeller. Uh, but then also there is kind of an emotional moment. Eclipse uses his hand to like go like light up under a bottle to like tell Polaris who is with the other side that he's thinking of her and misses her. And it honestly, it had an emotional effect on me. I admit it. Well, the gift is on Monday nights on Fox. Your next show this week is Iron Fist. The fourth episode of Iron Fist starts in media res with Walker slash Mary beating the crap out of Danny in the subway. We cut back a couple days to Joy and Davos interrogating Walker about Danny and Colleen having the pictures and then Danny figures out that Davos caused Mr. Yang's stroke, which leads him to the docks to find the corpse of an older Iron Fist. Meanwhile, Missy is sick of Danny's shit. Taste buds, I ask you this. How's it that the Netflix show, with the worst freshman season based on a character who had to kill a dragon to get his powers, has become one of the more compelling and grounded shows this little MCU corner has? I think they learned the lessons of the underwhelming first seasons. At, because Luke Cage was at least better than mm-hmm. its first season. But Iron Fist seems like they, because they got the harshest criticism, I think it has had the most improvement. And I, th- it might be starting to like push for the one of the better shows in the Netflix MCU. Not now. to sound like a broken record, but prove that to me in episodes. I know, I've... In, like, episodes seven, eight, and nine. But we're four a in. Lot, a, yeah, but a lot of these shows are pretty okay until four episodes in. But I, if they can continue to do this, Luke Cage this season was really good four episodes in. It was, like, super good eight episodes in. And but then it became lukewarm. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but, see, Greg, you're saying that. I think you are also looking back at Luke Cage with rose-tinted glasses because I watched the second episode of Luke Cage this season uh-huh. where they had that NFL combine. Okay, that was a weak <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. Fuck you guys. I love it. You guys were so wrong. That but, was so weird. But we're was, ESPN personalities. I'm I'm a college football coach, Todd Bowles. I'm on the screen now. Goodbye. And just so everybody, all the listeners know, the robotic movements that Greg is making right now are so much more active than the <laughs> actors actually did. But well, what I think, what I think, the second season, not just learning is and getting like uh, actual fight choreographer. They're using flaws in the characters of the first season that were accidentally there in the first season, and using them that Danny is still headstrong, but now he wants to not be. But Missy's like, "Hey, back up! You fucked up an FBI investigation when you did that shit last night." And he was like, "Well, when I stop, people die." And so he runs off to do things, and she was <laughs> like, "Well, when you didn't stop, you put up." 
undercover cop in the hospital. I don't know they're using. It's not just like what a dumb asshole. Yeah, it, it's causing character drama instead of all the characters shrugging and be like, "That's Danny." The other thing too that we have to remember, like all Netflix shows have a four episode valley in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like that's the hack tag. The other hack tag is that they all come out at once. So like young Sheldon was not sure it was doing a good job. Then it read all of Taylor's tweets and was like, "All right, keep on going." Yeah. yeah. If you're a network show, you're making that show like three weeks before it premieres. Yeah. You can adapt to what the fans say. Mm. It feels like they did it as soon as they could, which was completely after the first season's over. And another great thing I think the second season is doing is having, it's not Supergirl themes, which wears its political themes on its sleeve. It's side characters talking about how men deal with issues and nobody's ever hanging a lantern on it. But a few episodes in a row now, people are talking shit on how the dudes, who are the main characters ostensibly, are handling things. Mrs. Yang uh, and Colleen are talking, and Colleen's like, sorry, he's so upset. He's afraid. And Mrs. Yang says, most men are. First they're afraid, then they're furious at themselves for this fear, and then people die. Fuck yeah, Iron Fist! <laughs> More people need to hear that kind of shit. So Iron Fist seems like it is taking... Because a lot of these Netflix shows... They do this sort of like we're going to address. They, they they do it better than the CW shows, but they take on like each show sort of takes on a social issue mm-hmm. that needs to happen. And this season seems like they are taking on toxic masculinity. Iron Fist toxic masculinity. Jessica Jones has bounced anger. I guess yeah. Luke Cage uh, has bounced around. It it was like how to be black, mostly race, mostly race. They focus on race, uh, but it's Daredevil uh, hallways. Yeah, <laughs> all the big issues. <laughs> but so it seems like they this season of Iron Fist is taking a very sort of the Punisher approach where they're not necessarily hitting you over the head uh-huh. with it. And it's real smart. No, but the Iron Punisher Fist. absolutely did. Like we were stoked that it like focused on PTSD, right. but it was not like a subtle cool. Yeah. Way. Well, no, oh, I think they're talking about PTSD. Here. But but it wasn't like it's not like a CW show where they're like, guys, PTSD is a problem, and we need to talk about it. I still think the show with the best batting average is capable of being terrible about this, but the best batting average is Supergirl. Like because when they were good, they were so good, so good. It's just been a while. Yeah. Mike, did you have a moment of the week? Because the episode starts in a way they haven't done this show of Danny getting the shit kicked out of him and on flat. It doesn't say three days earlier. You just have to put it together that's earlier. So when he just is whistling his way and then does his Metro card and walks in the subway, you're just like, oh, you're about to get the fucking shit kicked out of him. And it, it caused anticipation in the Some, best way. I feel like sometimes shows think we're paying just like a, a little bit more attention. Yes. Then we are. So there's so many times where an episode starts this way, and I'm like, hey, what? What's going- How'd this happen? Oh, you're a bad what? show then. Oh, is this earlier now? Oh, God. What's going on? I'm not I'm not trying to be that smart. I'm watching Iron Fist. Just tell me. Tell me oh. it's earlier. I'm going to get another Michelob. Iron Fist is on all the time. It's just on Netflix. You can watch all the episodes at once, but we're watching it week by week. Please continue to watch with us. Your next show this week is Fear the Walking Dead. This week on Fear the Walking Dead, Martha uses Althea to threaten Morgan, and Morgan decides to help her while the rest of the group prepares to head to Alexandria. Martha crashes Morgan's car, but he avoids killing her to tell others they have been poisoned with antifreeze. He <laughs> saves everyone with beer and then kills the turned Martha. The I like de- beer! <laughs> the group decides not to go to Alexandria and instead continue the polar bear's work. <laughs> they then decide to operate out of a denim factory instead of... 
continuing their journey. Gentlemen, I ask you this. Hold on, wait. A working denim factory? A, uh, a, a defunct denim or abandoned. factory. Oh, okay. Abandoned denim factory. a working polar bear? Is he, I, is he actively working in ice caps? He's on the welfare state. <laughs> Gentlemen, I ask you this. At the season finale of Fear the Walking Dead, are you excited that they're not joining up with Alexandria or bummed that there's another season of them doing what they're doing? Just making jeans. Till it's done, done, done. I will say I'm bummed that I thought we started a tradition that season finales had a crazy Thanksgiving dinner. And I thought so too. You could have, if you had Thanksgiving in this episode, you could have either eaten polar bear or invited a polar bear. That's a wacky Thanksgiving. I like, I'm going to be honest. I've been in and out on this season. This is the first in any summary I've ever heard mention of the polar bear. Do you think is, is because. Fear the Walking Dead is turning into a shared universe with the Walking Dead. Is it also part of uh, his dark materials where now there are talking oh, see, there armored we go. polar Yorick. bears? Yorick. That show I would watch. See, they tried to get us so excited by saying it's going to tie into the Walking Dead. But if they said it was going to tie into literally anything else, I would be. if they said this show was going to tie into L.A. Law, I'd be like, cool, <laughs> let's do it. I, I think I don't. It's in the Miami Vice universe. <laughs> oh, shit. I honestly think that I'm more let down that they're not joining up with Alexandria somehow. Like, I don't know why I think that... They're like, always going to be going to Alexandria mm-hmm. and never getting there, right? Get, That's they the get fireworks the, factory. If they get there, yes, exactly. <laughs> if you get there, you're going to watch one episode, yawn, and then never watch no, again. They're going to get there, but Rick and co. have already gone up to New York. Right. They're like, whoa, we came here! And then they're going to be a key. I guess we go to the next To city. start a bedazzled denim factory. Uh-huh. Oh, we got to get there. Do you feel Ed like Hardy. if they did fight the two shows against each other, though, that they that AMC could make that a, like an event that people like Put who are theaters. done with The Walking Dead <laughs> would be into? Too late. I, I think it's too late. You know what? It's I would over. be into that. Wouldn't I, I think I honestly, I'm, I'm so out on both these shows, but yeah. if they fight like I've always thought they would, yeah, if it's, I think I would check it out. If it's the Avenger, if it's Captain America Civil War airport fight, so they're literally running at each other. They match up characters' personalities. I'll watch that. And they agree to just use punching? Yeah. yeah. Let's just do punching for this part of the fight, and guys. What's Negan says that and then pulls out Lucille and <laughs> smashes yeah. everybody's face. Or for no reason, Negan becomes 80 feet tall. Yeah, That would be great. And starts throwing planes around. And asks about orange slices. It's... <laughs> I, I feel like this season had some sort of interesting themes, like vaguely, where like they had a character who is like, well, I guess I'm even just thinking of this past half season, where they have uh, a character who is like poisoning people in order to make them stronger. Is her argument? Uh-huh. And she's like, I do that. I, she's like, I'm fighting them to make them stronger so that they can like survive. And everyone's she like, is seeing the Princess Bride too many yeah. times. And everyone's I, like, Hey, this is bullshit. And so <laughs> the, the our crew decides poisoned. that they're going to like just set up an operation to help people. And so like that's fine, I guess. But like that's I feel like we're back at the status quo. Like this is where we started this season mm. is what they were trying to do. And now we're just back. And that's the biggest problem I have with these shows is it never feels like we're getting anywhere. Like it feels like we go through this whole cycle to end up back where we started. Yeah. They're still <laughs> surrounded by zombies. They're still trying to figure out how to survive. We've been doing this for eight fucking goddamn years. That's so true. And nothing has changed. <laughs> and with the like, only thing that changes is the cast. And I'm so goddamn it's tired. It's waiting for the denim, dude. And the denim. And, and the, the, the walking denim. But like MASH, nothing changed. Korea War went on forever, but it was great. 
because they had characters that mattered. Right. But these like, characters, they keep killing off the characters that matter. So we can't grow attached to the characters and they don't grow. As soon as they start to grow, they're gone. But this is like, we talked about this before, but like what you're saying is basically the worst thing about the show, even though you can name a thousand things, is that they want to and think that they are peak TV, whereas peak TV tells. A like a complete story, mm-hmm. whereas in the eighties and nineties, it was how long can you keep this show on the air? <laughs> when you're Wait. both, it's frustrating. I I think that this show figured out a way to be a boring peak TV factory of just like a denim factory, if you will. <laughs> They're it's, just shitting out blue jeans, and they don't have to do anything different. They're just gonna be there years and years. It's Ray Donovan meets Low Winter Sun. Oh, oh. <laughs> So, Guys, Fear the Walking Dead is over. I'd watch that fight too, though. Next week, there's. And coming back, it has been renewed. Yeah, it has been renewed. Next week, there's going to be another show that we'll talk about that's very similar to this, but we'll get to that later. Are we? You're Fear the Riverdale? Final, your final show is Outcast. Three days ago, the season finale of Outcast became the series finale, which is always the best way to end a show, and I'm sure everything <laughs> wrapped up exactly like the show wanted to. Kyle and his father. Played by C. Thomas Howell, who remains my least favorite actor, but my most favorite children's book starring a werewolf, take on all of the town spirits. Meanwhile, Megan is made a prisoner by some bad guys trying to get that unborn baby of hers. By the end of the episode, everyone meets in the town square for an all-out holy war. Everything looks settled, and then Kyle's mom comes back, and then the screen says, to be continued in season three of Outcast, the single most guaranteed season in the history of television. Taste buds ask you this. What will be your fondest outcast memories? Probably that all right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's pretty good. I also like one nine nine nine. Oh man, yeah. that was good. This is it, guys. We can't make these and outcast Dominique, jokes. I know. Tonight. If you had any saved up, do you want me to do the entire beginning of Bob? <laughs> yes. I'm not going to do it. In the national underground. In the national. <laughs> Yeah, you did it. You did what I thought. Like you a million do. elephants, I, a silverback orangutan. You can't stop the train. Like a million elephants, a silverback orangutan. You can't stop the train. I will not be there. So I won't be there. Never a thing. Never a little thing. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Outcast. Anything goes. Wow, I didn't think you guys could do it, but he totally did. The whole world is let down. I don't get how when you're in karaoke, they give you the lyrics. We don't need the lyrics. We have all the lyrics memorized. Where the mention house ain't gonna rain. I only saw one episode of this, but it was creepy, and I'm glad it's canceled because I don't yeah, like you, to watch scary things. So I'm bigoted glad I against never creeps. Will. This is this is is this the best show none of us really watch? But it, there's just a glut, so you got to be more than good. Like you have to be campy and fun and hook us, or be undeniably good, great. But if they lost us. Yeah, like, we are probably their target demo. People who will watch all this shit all the time. Oh, but this? I, I think it is a bad channel because if right. this was on AMC, it would be on for eight more seasons. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't matter. I think it's in that middle ground of not flash, not Berlanti e, and then also not so good that yeah, this has to have the lowest ratings of any show in mm. our history. I I honestly I think I like this show. I understand why it was canceled. I think I'm bummed and I wish it got a third season. I, I feel like this season got treated poorly and that's why it ended up being canceled because it got released a year early and then delayed. You can't do that. Yeah. yeah. So I think I want 
out, I think I want Outcast season three because I feel like I they were doing interesting things with it. It was an interesting show, but it, I, you're right. It is the best show that none of us watched because it wasn't like it wasn't. It didn't have big like huge a huge budget to do the things that will hook us, mm-hmm. and it also wasn't flash in the pan like we're just gonna do some crazy shit. Like I think it was just slow enough. That it's better, it, like it's not slow in the way that The Walking Dead is slow, where nothing happens. I think it was slow, and that it was considered in the way that it did stuff, but it didn't have anything like the Legion to pull us in. Right, and it's better than Preacher, but Preacher right. had bullshit that we right. would complain about on the show, but kept us Explosions, entertained. Yeah. yeah, right. I wanted to see what new bullshit they did. Right, Outcast was. I want to see like what new interesting like character developments and like weird psychoses these people are dealing with. But not this week. Maybe next week. Yeah. But like, I'm, you know, I'm It'll busy. always be on, so yeah. I'll have any chance I, to catch up I think on I it. said every single week, guys, I think I'm going to watch Outcast yeah. this week. And That's it your never, go-to line. And it never made it into the rotation, and I feel bad about that. But RIP Outcast. And now Patrick Fugget is free to move on to a new show. Right. Should we do a segment next week of... Which of our shows should Patrick Fuggett go to? Yes. Just to hear you say his name more and more. Patrick? <laughs> You're saying it wrong. Yeah. Fuggett or Fuggett. I'm pretty sure it's next like, week. If you get sound. Uh, guys, Forget Outcast is gone forever. And RIP. That's all the shows that we have this week. You don't want my moment of the week? Oh, yeah. No. What's your moment of the week? It's when Patrick Fuggett was like, Outcast. One, nine, nine, nine. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. And he just wraps their discography for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. This show. Is over, but it was brought to you by yourpopfilter.com. It is a website where you can go to hear all of our podcasts and other various media. Go to yourpopfilter.com and check it out. Mike, tell us about other podcasts that are, have this exist. <laughs> you could check I think he's, he's out. Movie of the year. We are hot and heavy in our second season, covering all the best 2004 movies, trying to figure out what the best one is. It's not just that we're close do you guys know we're close to picking a winner yeah, it's yeah. Like we are super it's close it's just a couple us. weeks away and i i think we've probably already seen it but eyes wide uh, shut i don't think so yeah i think it's gonna be eyes wide shut again our first back-to-back winners <laughs> the movie of two different years the release 9904 and a uh tell us about other shows other shows you can also on so moody is our Monday show. Yeah. Yes. Our Tuesday Flagship show. Flagship show, I think is what we call it. Uh, the first Tuesday of every month, you can listen to Taylor Talking Taylor, where my good friend Taylor is interviewed by the Taylor that is on this show right now. Yeah. And it, I think it's starting a new season, or like a new thing, which is weird because it comes out once a month, but they've hinted that they, they spent only 20 minutes. They're not long shows, which some complain about. Yes. Oh, I think how, that's wonderful. They will talk about all 30 of Duran Duran's albums. Yeah. So I guess you know what you're getting for the next eight years. Yeah, so uh, I have started an ongoing series. We might do other episodes in between and have those be uh, backlogged, but now we're going to go through all of Duran Duran's albums. You didn't want to use my idea, Taylor talking Mailer? Uh, listen, well, hey, that can absolutely be... Read the works of Norman Mailer? And- no, that can absolutely be done. Like, listen, we'll, we'll spin that off. Greg, that's a me and you thing. <laughs> Why do they have to be, like, you know exclusive like you could do both of those shows in the same episode not at the same time oh, in the same episode taylor don't touch that baylor and it's just us yelling at him not to touch with the fucking baylor perfect yeah so tune in uh first tuesday of every month and maybe if i am on top of things and can record more episodes maybe every now and then i'll let a little extra loosey-goosey fly <laughs> but no joke guys <laughs> do not touch baylors they are very no, dangerous they're so dangerous uh if you like other shows that are not comic book shows then you might 
if you are like have poor taste or whatever, like a show called The OC. And Mike and Ryan, they have a podcast called The OCD, where they discuss all of the episodes of that show and give uh, you know facts about the show and their life growing up in The OC. And, and pertinent news of the day, right? Right, yeah. It's also part of it. Of 2004. <laughs> <laughs> We're just reading the news. So it's a, it's a good podcast, not a good show that they talk about, but a good podcast that I enjoy listening to. Wednesdays. Wednesdays is writer's block. Uh, we're about to go on hiatus, but we have a couple more before that happens. I talk to writers. It's, it's a good show. Uh, it was recently National Poetry Day. And if you That's... like National Poetry Day, then you'll like National Poetry. It was featured in National Poetry Day's hashtag. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> so, As seen on Twitter. I'm going to do another one. Give me another one. Okay, do another one. Another, no, another ad. What's the next ad? Oh, the next ad is that if you want to help us out, you should go to patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. You're doing the ad. Oh, I'm sorry. Mike, do you want to do the Patreon ad? You I'm gonna, son of a I'm going to hand this one to Ryan. I don't want to do it now. I am pouting. Garbanzo beans. Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. You can donate and help us out. You get special access to uh, extra extended content from our shows. You get uh, extra articles that we write. And if you donate high enough, you can make us do things like, I don't know, eat garbanzo beans a whole lot. If you donate high enough, high enough, just come to my wedding next month. There's, yeah, I'm putting it out there. There's one level where you can pick the body part of ours that we text a picture of. Uh-huh. Always thumb. Why is it always thumb? It's oh, we got some freaks who listen. And then you also, you also get a dick pic. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we well, throw that in extra. For scale. Even though nobody has requested it. See how weirdly small my thumb is? Well, now, well, now with iOS 12, you never need an object for scale because you can measure things directly and for in those the who don't know, iOS 12. Dick pic is short for dicture picture. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Dick tealer. Uh, if you like to help us out in other ways, you should go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. It is a way that you can purchase things just like regular Amazon, but it helps us out a little bit and is no inconvenience to you. Just use yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon as your Amazon bookmark. That is the slight inconvenience. I mean, there is that one inconvenience at the beginning. You have to do that one time, but and I'm after sorry. that, you're good. And I truly, I truly, I am sorry. And I, and there's no way that I can ever make that up to you, but know that I am sorry. Every damn day, you better try. I don't know how you're single, dude. This is exactly what everybody wants from a relationship. Fuck yeah, a man that just apologizes. Yeah, just nonstop. apologize immediately. Well, ladies, I am single. Hit me up. My number is 903. Not going to give the rest of that number. <laughs> your, if you like to go to YouTube and watch videos, you should go to just search for your pop filter and do like watch videos there because it's, but they, we have them and Greg works very hard on them and they're good. We cut all the good bits from our podcast yeah. and turn them into YouTube Saved videos. them for the YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And the videos aren't very long. Yeah. Which maybe that's a self own there. Which, well, <laughs> as well, this outro goes into its 20th I minute. have to piss uh, uh, so fucking bad. According to Mike, some people are very angry about the short length of other shows, so maybe that's really good. Uh, if you like social media... At your pop filter on Twitter, facebook.com slash yourpopfilter. Yeah, and if you want more long form, you should go to contact at yourpopfilter.com and email us your thoughts on the show, or 1562-DRDJPOP, that's 1562-DRDJPOP. If you're single, that is Taylor's number. Absolutely. Leave a message there. <laughs> Yes. Actually, if you're single and you want to like go Mingle. on a date with me, call one five six two drdj pop and like give us like your singles pitch. Like give us a thirty second singles pitch for yourself, <laughs> and I will go on dates with these people. His, his one hand is a candle. His other hand is a Sade album. Oh, Ooh, that ain't no ordinary love. Mm. 
So call us up, give us your thoughts on the show or your thoughts on me as a potential romantic partner. <laughs> that is it for this show. Next week, happens. guys, we're talking about Riverdale. Are we? Oh, uh, yeah, because guess what? Riverdale's back. Black Lightning's black. The Flash is <laughs> Inarguable. <laughs> and The Walking Dead Bro. is also back, unfortunately. But those four shows are back, and we're going to be talking about all of them next week. And until then, for Greg, I'm Taylor. For Taylor, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Mike, I'm the world. And we love all of you, but not as much as I do. Yeah, it's your national underground, underground when I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback orangutan. You can't stop a train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sitting in a drop top soaking wet. In the simple suit, trying not to sweat. Hit some assaults without the net. But this be the year that we won't forget. One nine, nine, nine.
Give me some.